Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Toldos. Parshas Toldos is an amazing Parsha. You have to ask yourself, each and every year, as we approach Parshas Toldos, there are no mitzvos, none of the 613 commandments of our Constitution, of our Torah. Why do we need to read these Bible stories? No narratives? No. But what's the answer? Not only Derech Eretz Kadmah the Torah, but the answer is that we are to learn Bible lessons. And that is the key point. The first thing is that built into the nature of Yaakov and Esav is the prophecy that Rivka receives during her challenging difficult pregnancy is that she will have twins and not only are they literally fighting in the womb but this fight will continue until the end of time and ultimately we are promised the Rav Ya'avod Tso'ir that the older one will be subservient to the younger one and we find in this parsha not only does Esav sell his birthright to Yaakov, why do I need it? This is not for me. The whole idea of the Bechorah was representing the family in the realm of the sanctuary of the Beis Hamikdash, of being involved in godliness, and this was not Esav's forte. But what we find taking up the second half of the parasha is that Yaakov surreptitiously gets the blessing from his father. On the surface, it's very clear. Yitzchak says to Esav, bring me the food, please, that I might bless you. Rivka says to Yaakov, you bring the food to Abba, you get the blessing. And I'd like to focus on this from a very interesting perspective as presented by the late Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, Sadik Levracha, in his Sefer Emes Liyakov. And he says, it's understandable, and we know from the Torah, that each of the three patriarchs, each of the Avos, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, each served God in their own way. And each was tested by God, interestingly, in their very midah, in their very trait. What does that mean? Avraham, the man of Chesed, he went around preaching that God is a a loving God. And yet, what were some of the tests of Avraham? Lech lecha, leave your elderly father. Goresh ho'ama hazos Listen to Sarah, who was telling you to send out the maidservant Hagar and her son, your son, Yishmael. And finally, the man of Chesed, who went around 
telling everybody that God does not want human sacrifice. He was called upon to take the knife and to sacrifice his son Yitzchak at the Akedah. And it's only the last moment that the Maloch of Hashem stops him. So Avraham is tested in his Midah, in his trait of Chesed. Will he forego, give up, and go against his nature of chesed, because that is the will of God. And Avraham does just that. Yaakov is, as we say every day in our prayer, Uvolitzion, Titain Emes Liakov. Yaakov's trait was that of truth. And here, the man of truth is being put to the test that he is to tell a lie. In chapter 27, what does Yaakov say to his father in Pasuk 19? Vayomer Yaakov Elaviv, Yaakov says to his father, Onochi, I am Esav Bechorecha. As long as he might have paused between I am and, if he coughed and cleared his throat, Onochi, ha, 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 the bottom line is Yaakov is telling a lie. And now, very simply, the man of Emes is being called upon to go against his trait of truth. Why? Because, as we understand, that just as there is the oral law explaining the laws of the Torah, we have the Torah Shabbat Peh, the oral law explaining this aspect, the narratives of the Torah as well. And so when Yaakov says to his mother that, oh my goodness, when father will feel me because I am smooth-skinned as opposed to my brother, and he's going to curse me. So what does mommy say? Olai kilolascha b'ni. Literally, it is upon me. And what does the Targum say in verse 13? Says Rivka to her son Yaakov, Olai isameir b'nevuah. To me, it was told in a prophecy, the law yesun that you will not be cursed. In other words, it was taught to me and told to me in a prophecy that this is what you are to do. And so Yaakov as well, just like his grandfather, Avram goes against his nature because this is the will of God. From the Torah, it is not really clear what might be the Akedah of Yitzchak. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky suggests that perhaps it is found in the Gemara, Shabbos, page Peites Amid Beis, 89b, where the Gemara has a rather strange Agadita, whereby HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Avram Avinu, my goodness, that your children have sinned. And he was hoping that the Avos, the patriarchs, would beg for mercy on that be- on their behalf. So he said to Avraham the following, Bonecho Chotuli, your children have sinned against me. So Avram responded, 
Ribono Shalolam, Imochu al Kedushas Shemecha. Let them be obliterated for the sanctity of your name. And the same is true with Yaakov, who gives that same response. When he comes to Yitzchak, listen to what Yitzchak says. Ribono Shalolam, Master of the Universe, Bonai, my children have sinned, and not your children. Ah, when it was convenient for you, when you told Moshe go, to go to Paro and Mitzrayim, at that point there you called them Bani Bechori, because you knew that they would say at Sinai, Naseh Benishma. So when it's good for you, says Yitzchak to God, they're your children. And when they misbehave, they're my children? Oh my goodness. And besides, listen carefully to what Yitzchak has the gumption, the goal to say to Hashem. The average lifespan of a person is 70 years, as we find in David's Tehillim Shivim Shana, 70 years. Says Yitzchak, take away 20 because the heavenly court does not punish till the age of 20. That leaves 50. Take away 25 of those 50 years for which man spends his time sleeping, praying, eating, or spending his time in the bathroom. That leaves you with 25 years left. Okay. And therefore, says Yitzchak to Hashem, if you forgive them for them all, fine. If not, let it be half, for, half on you, half on me. The Chassam Sofer explains half on you because you, God, gave them a Yetzirah. Half on me because I said at the end of the parasha of Toldos that imtorid, and it shall be that if Yaakov will unfortunately not live up to his potential, you'll have the upper hand on him and he will go into exile. So I take half and you take half. Very, very clearly, what do we find? We find just Yitzchak, who is the man of Din, the man of justice, the man of Gevura. Just he is the one that goes against his nature, and he's the one that asks for Rachamim, asks for mercy. A very important point emerges from this uh, piece of Rav Yaakov, and that is one that is found in the beginning of Mesilas Yeshorim, and that is that each person in this world is tested. Each one is tested in their own way. Namely, just as in the first blessing of Shemona Esrei, Avos, we say God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it's not that we are name-dropping, but was saying that Hashem had a personal different relationship with Avram than he did with Yitzchak, and a personal different relationship with Yitzchak than he did with Yaakov, so too Hashem has a personal different relationship with each and every individual. We are each wired differently, and so that which is a test for one, is not a test for another. And the Medrash says in... Shmos Rabbah, chapter 31, paragraph 3, on the Pasukim Kesef Talve Esami, says the Medrash, 
She'ein Bria, there is no being in this world. She'ein HaKadosh Baruch Hu Oso, the God does not test him individually. He'oshir Menaseum the wealthy one God tests to see if he'll open his hand to the poor. And he tests the poor if he'll be able to accept and not be angry at God. And so it is with each individual. Each individual is tested and each person has their individualized challenge. And so we have to go very often outside of our comfort zone to do God's will. If one's nature is to be soft-spoken and quiet, but yet there are times that you must speak up and speak up for your people and speak up for your land and speak up for what's right. And if a person is sometimes loud, gregarious, he's the life of the party, he has to know when to keep quiet. He has to know that in the synagogue, he's not to be that way. And so it is that God tests each and every individual. Let me remind everybody, the Ramban tells us on the Akedah, why does Hashem test Avraham? Hashem knows that Avraham is going to pass the test. Hashem does it for Avraham's sake, literally to convert his potential and to have it actualized. And that's such an important idea, that through our tests we grow. Through the tests that Hashem gives us, we become a much better individual. And so, the first parak of Mesilas Yesharim, of Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato, Sechet Tzadik Levracha, tells us, Turns out, taking a step back, looking at man's purpose in this world, the primary purpose and being of man in this world, the Jew has a responsibility to fulfill the mitzvos, the la'avod, serve God, the la'amod, banisayon, and to literally pass the tests. The tests are not only in school. The tests are there every day. And even though we pray, altavienu every morning, loli denisayon, there are tests, and these tests, we have to understand, are good for us, and each person should look at themselves and realize, as the Chidush Horim says in quoting the Sefer Aschus, that each person should look at himself, and he knows, we all know what our weak spot is. And instead of saying, well, the rest of me is good, no, that weak spot that you have, that is God's test of you, and that is what you have to work on, especially in order to overcome, to uplift, and to make your life a much more perfect one. This is one very important lesson that each and every one of us can and should learn from this week's Parsha of Toldos 
Avram is tested to go against Chesed. Yaakov is tested to go against Emes. Yitzchak was tested to go against Din. And each and every one of us are tested in our own way in order that we should become greater individuals as well. Shabbat Shalom to all.